Welcome to Africa on Focus, where we share our success stories. Africa, the continent, the young diaspora, entrepreneurs, influencers, change makers, and so much more. I'm Miss Abba, and this is Africa on Focus, the podcast. In the conversation, we just had like a good, healthy conversation on, you know, COVID, what this is doing to us, what this is doing to, uh, you know, our time, our space, our rights. And also uh, our mind. And I think that, you know, uh, this should definitely uh, be kept. Uh, we should keep talking about this uh, so that we all could keep our, ourselves sane, entertained throughout this, and we could come out, you know, stronger as people. Uh, that's really what we're at. Um, so, um, yeah, we have come to the point whereby we have uh, our special guests. Every week we promise to um, invite our special guests that who are, uh, some way, shape, or form making an impact as Africans uh, in the world that we live in. And uh, this is uh, one who is quite a mastermind of something creative, something that I really felt was uh, worth sharing on our platform. He got in touch with us and we said, yes, 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 yes. Um, and that is uh, a mastermind behind a very puzzle. Very puzzled is a puzzle which is definitely something that parents and carers can get stuck into with their children. Why? Because each jigsaw puzzle includes a wide variety of landmarks, monuments, and attractions that has been uh, designed to provide endless fun and topics of discussion that can be used a fun way to learn and interact for both children and adults. And um, uh, a specific puzzle line or uh, a product line that he has really focuses on Africa. So it's really a fun way to uh, ensure that you stay educated. And uh, he goes by the name of Patrick Adum. Uh, let's just get him on. I kind of put him on blast uh, of him uh, being honest, being here with us on the show. So let's just get him on and uh, get to talking. All right. Hello, Patrick. How are you doing? Hi, Miss Abba. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you. And hi, Donnie. Thank you for having me. Thank you for most, me. most welcome. So I do, I do apologize for the confusion on the time. You know what I did? I mentioned uh, the time to come on air as CET, but obviously I uh, forgot to add GMT, which is, uh, <laughs> is, is the time of the location where Patrick is at. So thank you so much for being flexible and uh, coming on earlier because uh, it noted 8 p.m. UK time. That's really no, it's not problem at all. Thanks, thanks so much. How 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 is how is it going on your end? You're located in UK, I suppose. Correct. Yeah, everything here's fine. We had a little little bit of snow, but nothing to write home about. Um, right. And similar to you guys in the Netherlands and pretty much everywhere else. Um, we're, we're on lockdown, um, yeah, kind of stuck at home, cold, miserable weather. But um, it looks like, you know, places like in West Africa and things, there's no social distancing, there's no <laughs> lockdown. Um, they're having a great time. So we'll see you send us some money. You know, we, yeah, it's time for you to help, help us now. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. I so, I so agree with that. I mean, um, people should, should send money so that we could come and just escape. Because, yeah, uh, yeah. The yeah. roles have reversed I, now, so we, we need them to assist us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Roles have been reversed. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And how has been, you know, um, just this whole period? I think we're now in it for a whole year. 
how has it been for you like in terms of life in terms of work in you know the new normal mm -hmm. as we call it yeah it's been challenging for different reasons um but i think with everything you have to remain positive um and kind of you know push through it it won't last forever um yeah. there's always opportunities um and i feel that sometimes it's easy to get down and look at the problems and not see the opportunities because um it looks like i'm not sure about the netherlands but a lot of the politicians that are in power their friends or associates have made a lot of money from pp equipment and things and it's almost bordering on corruption but i don't want to get too political and it's like if this was any other country we will be complaining and saying oh you know these regimes are corrupt and stuff and so um yeah i i feel yeah it's no one knows you know what's happening but i think sometimes the thing is to focus on your own business and what your own goals and try and achieve yeah. the things you you need to achieve um and that's really my mindset and i just i've kind of got objectives i've got goals and I, I focus on that. It can be challenging because the businesses that I want to work with, they're closed because of lockdown. So they've got other agendas. They've got other priorities. They don't want to hear about puzzles. Um, however, <laughs> yeah. parents are at home with their children. So they want something resources. So, you know, that that's been positive. So, yeah, there's good and bad, but you've really just got to, you know, focus on what you need to do and, um look for opportunities and look for ways to do things maybe differently um and just keep going really that's um that's some that's some good good points just like you mentioned like keep going keeping the positive uh, attitude and understanding that you know even though some opportunities might um or like just say opportunities keep changing that's really what yeah. it's uh, what it's like and just the example that you gave like you know some of your clients or potential partners their they their focus might be shifted but a lot of people are at home and <laughs> are juggling, you know, the whole challenge of how do we keep our kids, you know, entertained and how can we work and, and all of that. Mm -hmm. So I really love how, how you, how you describe that. Cause it is important for everybody to uh, not forget to sit down and just have that moment of, you know, peace and be able to, to, to shift that focus and recognize opportunities yeah. and, uh, and so much more. Yes, I, I like that. I like that. So to, to know more about you, because uh, very, very puzzled or how it's, that's the Instagram name, but very puzzled is, is what we know of. And um, I really liked, you know, the concept uh, behind it and everything. But first things first, we love to know um, the brain behind it. Uh, who is Patrick Adam? Um, you know, but who, who is Patrick? Just let me, let me put it out. <laughs> uh, so, well, or Patrick or Quirky Sevi Adam, as my relatives like to call me. <laughs> I'm, I'm really just a, a boy from the village uh, in Ghana. I'm just the, they took me out of the village, but they can't take the village out of me. So <laughs> right. um, that's, 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 that's who I am. Um, I was born in Ghana. Um, I grew up in Ghana till I was seven, and then I moved to the UK to join my mum. You know, I, I really just loved in growing up in Ghana, um, I was left with my grandmother and my great aunt and they just treated me like a little prince and, you know, I, I could do, say, go, do whatever I want. Nobody bothered me, you know, I was just right. completely like showered with love. And so um, 
I'm just really, really grateful for that upbringing and just being able to run around, kind of enjoy nature, go to the farm, kind of see, you know, food being grown and um, just do things that maybe children here sometimes don't get, just, you know, outdoor play and stuff. And yeah, I, I moved to the UK. It was a real big culture shock. Um, um, just, just everything, the sounds, the smells, the, you know, it was just... Yeah, it was it was kind of challenging and kind of growing up in London in, in the eighties, it wasn't um it wasn't cool to be African, so it was quite challenging, quite a lot of like teasing and things. Um, yeah, and um I didn't really do well academically. I didn't really focus. Um, I just kept on getting in trouble at school. I, I'm not. I don't even know what what was wrong with me. I think I gave my mom a lot of trouble. Um, but um in, in the end, you know, I graduated from university and then I did a master's. So um, I, I appeased my African parents in that way because you know what the African parents are like. You know, they want degrees and doctorates and things. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. still, still to get a doctorate, but I'm hoping that with business success, I will be given an honorary doctorate somewhere so <laughs> I can um, <laughs> show my parents that. But um, that's that's right. really who I am. Um, I, I have a daughter, and she's nine now, and having her um, kind of change my focus and my mindset a bit. Um, just just right. kind of made me, I think I was kind of maybe happy to just kind of wander through life in a way and just kind of right. take things as they come, very, you know, laid back. But having her kind of, you know, I've got responsibilities and um, yeah, I didn't want to lecture her or I didn't want to give her pep talks and have her look at me and think, well, you know, <laughs> what have you done or what are you doing? And, um yeah. I didn't want it thrown back at me. Um, I wanted to say, you know, or show her, you know, with, with your own hard work and determination, you can you can achieve stuff. And even if you don't achieve stuff, it's at least you've tried, at least you've given it a go. At least, you've, you know, if you've got something inside of you that you want to kind of, you know, put out, do it. Don't be afraid. And, you know, whatever happens with me, I'm very puzzled. At yeah. least, hopefully, she can see right. Dad tried. Maybe he wasn't successful, um, and maybe these were the reasons. And you know, I feel <clears throat> having. I mean, the whole thing for me is whether I, you know, I go bankrupt or I make hundreds of millions. It's a case of she can see that I tried, um, and then you know, hopefully, she can be inspired to also try in her life. And you know, so so that's the the key yeah. goal for me. Obviously, we want to be successful on a roof over our head and food on the tables. So we don't want to, I don't want to, you know, subject anyone to poverty, myself or my daughter. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think seeing, I think sometimes seeing somebody trying and, and striving, hopefully um, gives gives her courage and gives her the belief that she can also do. It. And um, ultimately that's, you know, yeah, what, what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah. So talk, talking about your daughter, is there any link with you starting a, a business that focuses on puzzles? How did Very Puzzled really come about? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> when she was born, um, it just kind of slowly dawned on me, like a lot of the books we read only featured like white characters. A lot of the films we watched only featured white characters. Um, and so it was just, it was just kind of struck me like this is really quite rubbish and um, I mean, we had like a puzzle with the tank engine and it's like, what does she care about steam trains? This is like, so it just, um, and you know, I, I spoke to my dad and I got him to send me some books from Ghana. 
I got him to send me some of like um the crobo beads, like the the glass beads that they're making, like in so just little like cultural artifacts and things. Um, and then you know I, I thought of different ideas. I think initially I was thinking about a subscription box service for parents, so that it will just have like books and other things, so parents didn't have to like go and do research or just be delivered every month. Um, but then you know I I, I kind of in doing research for that, I had some other ideas and just the puzzle idea really struck me and I thought this is something I could execute. I didn't need to go out to other businesses to buy their products and then, you know, package it and stuff. I could manage this on my own. Um, and it just really appealed to me because um, to me it was fun and also had like an educational yeah. element. I think a lot of parents think, oh, it's educational. But from my experience if it's not fun children don't really care like if they're not having fun if it's work then it's like i've got a tummy ache or i don't want to do it anymore it's just uh, you know you've got to make it fun you've got to make it entertaining but i i just felt just like with other board games whether it's scrabble or monopoly or snakes and ladders it's just something you sit down might do on a tuesday evening or saturday afternoon and you just spend quality time with the family and you just sit down, you talk, you discuss your day, your week, you know, and you just really just bond and, and have that one-to-one -one, um, with, with someone you really care about, you know, either your own child or a nephew or a niece, that sort of thing. So that's how it all came about, really. Um, yeah, and I, I just want something just want to share with other families just so that, you know, you can kind of learn more about your heritage and your culture in, in a fun and engaging way. Um, yeah, and just make it accessible. The other thing I was really against when my daughter was a lot younger was just screens. And so just trying to keep her away from screens as much as possible. Now it's a lot more difficult, but before it was like, yeah. let's read, let's go for a walk, let's do this, you know, just as much as I can keep you away from screens, the better I feel that I've done basically. <laughs> and um, that, But that's that's my own personal, um feelings other people are different and you know i'm i don't judge but for me just screens for young really young children i, I yeah i know it's difficult and it's hard but yeah I yeah just... yeah it's not not really your thing <laughs> so let's just put it that way no and, and i work in it and i i understand the benefits of you know technology i'm not against technology yeah. um but i just think at a young you know like we would do stuff like you know potting plants or like you know putting seed in like a in the soil to like grow tomatoes and things just stuff yeah. that there's so many things you learn just from doing simple everyday things so it's just like patience perseverance like growing and nurturing something but also just looking yeah. at the different seeds and just you know what's the fruit what's the veg and you just learn just and I, I just thought you could just be doing so much and I don't know yeah with your children and just giving them a screen don't get me wrong having movies and things is fine but i guess a, a good balance is, is a good thing yeah i would definitely uh, agree with that so in the meantime for those of you who uh, tuned in either on our radio platforms or on our social media uh we are having a talk with uh, patrick adam who's the founder of very puzzled and we are talking about the importance of uh, educating both our children and ourselves on uh, African history and uh, so much more so that we could keep, I would say a healthy way of, of, of education. Because um, I think that, you know, spending too much time on screens um, is bad for everyone. <laughs> That's just basically what it, what it is. And um, we could all, you know, have some 
form of reminder that, okay, you know, working on a puzzle or just um, doing some games that is fun and that also allows um, us both to be educated can improve so much. Um, Patrick, when, when, what, when did this journey uh, start for um, of you starting Very Puzzled? And how was it really starting the business of, of a game? You know, how does that particular industry look like? Is it difficult or is it hard? Can you just start start a game? And how does that how did that journey for you go? And how does it look like? Um, so it started uh, middle of 2017, so three and a bit years ago, I guess. Um, so it just started with an idea. Um, and I actually saw an illustration of, of the map of Africa that I really liked. Um, so I was able to reach out to the illustrator and ask them if they would update the image for me, if I gave them some artifacts and things that they should put on. Um, mm -hmm. They agreed, so that was really good. I reached out to some manufacturers in China. Um, I, I had known from other things that there was a platform called Alibaba. I think there's other platforms as well, but Alibaba rang the bell. So I signed up for an account on Alibaba. I reached out to a few um, manufacturers, like maybe five or more. Um, the majority of them were like, yeah, sure, we'll do it. You know, our min minimum order is like 10,000 units. And others were like 1,000. I was like, look, you know, I only want That's like, right. yeah, it was, it, was, it was a lot. And it was like, I don't <laughs> even know if it's going to be successful. You know, I don't have the capital. Right. I finally got um, a manufacturer to agree to do 100. Um, and so that was good. Um, so I got 100 made. I got them flown in. I set up some in, um, social media accounts on the website. And then I went about contacting some shops in London, some black-owned shops that I thought would be interested. Um, and most of them were like, yeah, cool. You know, we, we will take some and see how they go. Um, so that's really how I started. So all in all, I think the initial capital was about 1,500 to so about 2,000 pounds, maybe a little bit less. So, I mean... I kind of equate it to maybe like a new iPhone. Um, obviously, for some people, that might yeah. still be a bit of a stretch. It might still be, you know, a lot of money. You know, I was fortunate enough. I had, you know, a reasonably well-paying job that I, I could, you know, have some savings to put towards it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was, just, it was just an idea that wouldn't go away. So I just thought I, I could get 100 made. So I, I got 100 made. Um, and I think I sold the 100 in a like the first week or two. So they kind of went really quickly. Um, and from that, then I knew, okay, cool. I'll make another order. So the next order I think was 250, maybe 500 units. I can't remember now. Um, and then, you know, I'll, at lunch times I'd go for a walk um, near where, where I live. And I was thinking, okay, what can I do? Maybe I can do a different number of pieces, like, you know, like 32 pieces instead of 100 or maybe I can do like a thousand pieces maybe I can yeah. take the Africa image and maybe put on like um notable figures like Nelson Mandela, Kwame Nkrumah, you know Thomas Sankara that sort of thing maybe I can yeah. put on like you know the different re mineral resources in each country so I was thinking about different per like iterations and I thought People are going to get really bored if it's just Africa all the time and things. And That's I thought, right. oh, maybe Ghana, people, you know, every Ghanaian would love to have like a puzzle. I'm like, yeah, I'd love it. So then I was like, okay, I'll do Ghana. And it was just a case of, well, now you've done Ghana, you can do other countries. And then it was like, okay, let's not just focus on African countries. Let's do the Caribbean as well. And it turns out actually that um, 
Jamaica's like super, super popular. So um, my initial instinct was, okay, get a list of all the African countries and just order them by um, population size because the bigger the population, the more you're gonna sell. Um, so yeah. we did like, you know, Ethiopia, Nigeria, and actually it turns out there's not that many Ethiopians in the UK. So that hasn't done so well, but like, Jamaica outsells Ghana, outsells Nigeria, it just outsells everything apart from the Africa puzzle. Um, and so when that came about, I was like, oh, right. okay, let's now do one of the whole Caribbean like we did with Africa, but then let's then also start to do each Caribbean island. So let's do Trinidad and Tobago, Barbados, that kind of thing. So yeah. it's just it's just really testing and seeing what feedback people give. And then we're now looking at doing maybe like um like an Afrobeats range of puzzles. So do like, you know, the, the Sarkode, you know, the Burner Boy, maybe like, a, so there's there's lots of things we can do basically, but um, yeah. we're at the point where we just don't have the, the money anymore, the resources to, to keep doing stuff. Right. And yeah, so now it's a challenge. Now it's becoming more and more of a serious business and um, having to really be stringent on finances and look at opportunities and say, well, can that, would that, sell maybe 10,000 units a year and if not then just saying maybe that's not an opportunity for us um even though it might be a good thing to do um just being a bit more focused um and and also you get um people would say you know oh why is there not a New Zealand or why is there like not Greece or Belgium puzzle and it's like okay that's something yeah. we can do um and then where we are actively looking at that now to think um and some I'm not sure the, what the reaction will be. That's kind of the, the next step for us, potentially, because yeah. I think it's great being a Black-owned business, an African-owned business, and we're celebrating our heritage and our culture. But for me, I think yeah. a really great story is you're selling stuff back to, you know, the European countries. And things. to me, that's like something that we don't typically do. Um, yeah. But you go to like hair shops and they're owned by, you know, like an Indian company or, sure. you know, sheer butter gets repackaged back to us, you know, in different things. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, when you have like the UK and the Netherlands or the UK and China, it's like the countries trade with each other and they want to sell more to the other country than they buy from them. And so I feel that this is what we should be doing. We shouldn't just stay on our own comfortable, you know, with hair products and anchor clothes and things. We should think, okay, what can we sell to other people? Sure. Because then that's capital that we're bringing back that we can reinvest in ourselves and our communities and things. So that's kind of my agenda. I'm not sure how other people will receive it and think it through. And, and But um, yeah. yeah, I feel I have to be bold. I, I also feel it's um, proactive because at some stage, you know, we might have like 50 or 100 puzzles and we might be doing, you know, a million units a year somebody will look at that and think we're either going to buy you or we're going to do what you've done. Um, yeah. And so if I can push out and do that in other places, then in, I think it makes it harder for them to kind of, you know, yeah, encroach on, on what I'm building here. So that's, that's my strategy, whether it comes off or not, that's another, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. another question, but that's what's in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could definitely see where, you know, that what you said about the black owned business, you know, us uh, taking that step from, you know, beauty products and, you know, Ankara clothing and really taking that to uh, to another to another step. How does that look like for you? Like what type of. Yeah, 
I, I don't know if I should call it ecosystem or what kind of what what is what is more in, involved in that dream? Um, there's there's quite a bit. So last year, um, I took I took a big bit of a big risk. Um, so I, I acquired the license for for Premiership clubs. So it was Arsenal, Manchester City, Chelsea, and West Ham. So I I'm paying them all like a license fee to use their intellectual property. So I'm coming up yeah. with a range of jigsaw puzzles for football clubs, premiership football clubs. So that was like a big departure. And some people look at that and look at me and think, well, your niche was like the ethnic puzzles. Your niche was like your story, you know, your heritage. And yeah. trying to do, you know, you're diluting the brand, you know, you're, you're spreading yourself too thinly. And, and I agree with all of those sentiments, but um, I, I also felt that, you know, people who, apart from maybe God and family, football is like the, the next thing for a lot of people. That's like their big passion. And so I felt that that was a big opportunity. And um, I, I felt, you know, myself and the company needed to be bold and take some risk and do something different that maybe other people, you know, aren't doing. Um, and yeah, and I feel that if it comes off, then, you know, it's another revenue stream for the business. It's something that maybe somebody else can yeah. end. At some point, you know, we want to maybe have, you know, an Ajax and a Fire Nord puzzle, but also like an LA Lakers or, you know, New York Knicks. Parties. We, we basically want to yeah. be the next, you know, Hasbro, Lego or Ravensburger. We want to be sure. the next, you know, well-established toy company like Martel or, or yeah. whoever else that people you know, Christmas comes around or birthdays or whatever comes around, you think, okay, very puzzled. And that's kind of one of your go-to um, companies. And and it could be very puzzled because you want a Ghanaian map or very puzzled because you want, you know, an Amsterdam or a Netherlands map that, you know, doesn't feature black characters pr prominently, but the quality yeah. and the design and everything else is packaged right so that it appeals yeah. to, you know, white people and black people and everybody's happy in, in that way. And, and in terms of the ecosystem, we started off working with a lot of um, small independent shops, mostly black owned shops. And that was quite a big thing for us. Um, I know a lot of people tell us, you know, go direct to consumers, you know, leverage your website and Amazon more. But um, for us, for our ethos, it was, it's good that we support black businesses with our products and that, you know, we sell it to them, they sell it to the customer. And so the money kind of circulates at least twice. So it's not just all coming to me. The shops also get, you know, paid you know, from the puzzles that they sell. And I also get um, paid. So I feel that that everybody, you know, we're helping each other in that way. Um, the next thing is to work more with the bigger shops. So um, I don't know what the equivalents in the Netherlands would be, but Sainsbury's is like a big uh, grocery shop in the UK. And John Lewis is like a big department store. So trying to get into big shops like that, um, that are gonna take, you know, the units in the tens of thousands potentially. Um, and really, really grow the business in, in that way. And, and also reach out to the US because that's got such a big uh, African-American uh, population. So um, that's that's a big opportunity for us. Yeah, yeah. Is, is I, I like that ambition? vision, you know, it really... Mm. Is this an ambition you had Sorry? Uh, when you started? Um, I'm not sure. I think somewhere it was there. I think, I think the main thing was let's just do something and see where it goes. Let's just have something and see what the reaction is. Let's, let's just, let's test. It was just an idea. It was a hypothesis, basically. Would people buy this puzzle? Would, would it be engaged enough? Would it be fun and enjoy it? And it was, 
you know, and then so far the feedback's been really, really positive. And and as we learn and we do things, it's like, okay, what else can we do? How else can we, you know, we came up with like a, a range of t-shirts and people always got confused. Like when I'd speak to potential investors, they'll be like, you shouldn't do the t-shirt, it's a really bad idea. And it's like, but the t-shirts are also fun. It's like kids can color in like with, with a fabric pen. Mm-hmm. And again, it's, right. you keep them, away, keep them away from screens, it's hand-eye coordination, it's creativity. They get a sense of accomplishment. So it fits with everything that we do in terms of keeping your kids engaged yeah. and letting them have fun, but also really learning about their culture and, and, and things. And, you know, even doing it with my daughter, we're doing like the, the Jamaica t-shirt and then she was coloring like Marcus Garvey. And she was like, she didn't, she didn't know who he was. And he's like, oh, he looks like a lieutenant. And I'm like, cause he had a, I'm like, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, it was like a lieutenant. Like it's kind of what he did in a way and just, but you just, it, kids say funny things, right? And you can learn, you can, you can educate them. And then it's like, and, and so that's, that's, that's the whole ethos behind a business. Um, and so we're trying to bring up new products yeah. as well because we're just slowly finding that people want more of what we're providing. So it's a case of what else can we do? And, and even, you know, back to my daughter, you know, some time ago, she was like, you should do like a, a mug, like a coloring mug. And I was like, well, that's actually a really great idea. <laughs> like, I really like it. So I, I emailed the designer. We took some existing designs. We kind of changed them a bit. And then she did some mock-ups and then um, I wasn't able to get some samples made. And so the whole thing for me was like, look, you had an idea. I wasn't able to execute and show you a finished product from, you know, your imagination, like your own creativity. And for me, that having that's like, that's like a wow. And now she's like, well, I want payment, dad. So whatever you sell, I want profit <laughs> from that. So I'm like, well, hold on. So it's like, well, okay, well. First, I need to deduct like the cost of everything, and then we'll see. <laughs> so it's like, so now we're, you know, I don't know. She's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So we have we have conversations about that. So, but it just we, we would go for a walk, and there'll be little things where she's like, oh, your mum gives me like you know, three pounds pocket money and things like that. And I'm like, well, that's pretty good. She's like, well, I want to save up to buy you know this toy, and that's like fifty pounds. And she's like, okay, well, I'm gonna have to save up for like three or four, you know, she's like, that's going to be a long time. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. yeah. if the monks do well, your, your earnings are like limitless, right? They're not limited. So if the monks take off, they're just like, and, and that's like a concept that I only grasp as an adult. And so I'm hoping that she can grasp these things that actually, if I really want to go ahead, get ahead and I've got products and I've got multiple products and these streams and actually, you know, I can, you know, so you know, she and I'll ask her, you know, how much do you think we should sell it for? And she's thinking, well, and you can see her working out in her head. And I'm like, your idea and your feedback is just as important as mine. It's just as valid. So, you know, and yeah, so so that's kind of what we do. And for me, it's 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 quite fun. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it sounds like your daughter is has been your main motivation um, from from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. You just want to show her that. At least you try. Whether you get um, you become successful or not, you did take that step. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, I think it's easy to lecture and tell people what to do, but actually, when you're doing it yourself, then you you, you actually learn more. Um, and so yeah, I mean, I think she's got her own ambitions and her own uh, desires and things that she wants from life. Um, and you know, it might not be to follow in my footsteps, which is fine. Um, but I think, you know, yeah, it's just as long as she feels comfortable, confident to be able to go out and, you know, 
dad did it and you know I'm twice as smart as he is and you know I've had you know way more fortune than he so I'm like you've, you've got a little excuse um so yeah all right just had to just had to switch there because um but I noticed that my other camera is about to give up on me so that's uh, really what it is <laughs> before we round up Patrick because I really love how you um connect what you learned from your daughter to the world, to the world of business. I really love how you're able to translate that. And I see some sort of like that experience being brought along for everybody that purchases, you know, the puzzle and that decides, hey, I want this to be part of the experience that we have at home, whether that be educational and so much more. Um, of course, you've shared with us the future, you know, uh, football and all of that that you're incorporating within the concept. But like, what is the main piece of information you want people to grasp? Like that bit of what is the most important for you? What is what is what you will see that would make you fulfilled as as the founder? It's very puzzling. Um, again, everybody always picks up on like the education element and like the, but actually. I think it's to just connect and have quality time with your loved ones. That's that's the main thing. Whether you learn about you know, black heroes or geography or not, the fact that you yeah. sit down with somebody that you care about and just have a conversation. And so the, the, it could be the puzzle, it could be a piece of paper, it could be anything, as long as you're just connecting, whether it's even if you like your, your own parents or... One of the heartwarming things that a customer wrote back to me back, or well, two things. One was a customer played with their, their son, I think it was. And the son was like, you know, I want to visit Africa. And they're like, you know, we're on like, they pretend they're on like a plane, like a cheese plane to Africa. But it's the kind of thing where if you leave it to the media, children are not, not going to automatically want to go to Africa because it's war, it's famine, you know, it's disease. It's, it's just not a great place to visit. But seeing the vibrancy of the map, they think, well, no, this looks fun. This looks engaging. This looks, you know, good. I, 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 I want to go. And then the other thing was um, a granddaughter had bought it for her granddad, who was like 97, had like dementia. He, She bought her, him the Jamaica map. Um, and because, right. you know, he's, he's from Jamaica, it's one of the things I like to talk about. And so they, they, they saw that for his birthday, that could like come around and kind of go through with him and bring him out and get him to like talk and be communicative. And that's the kind of magic that we want everybody to have. Like you can, so even with my mom, sometimes she's not the most like communicative sometimes at times. And then you go to a house, all she wants to do is feed you. And like, that's, that's her job kind of thing. It's like, just sit down, mom, you know, you know, I've got food at home, I don't need it, but that's, that's her thing. And it's like, actually, you can sit down and play this with your own daughter and things like that. And there was a lady in the Netherlands, Yolanda Mentor, I think, and she did like the- Yeah. The, yeah, the cue cards, yeah, the tree cards, and so I bought that, and actually took it to my mom with my daughter, and so then she's like, they were doing it together, so she was teaching a tree, and and that, all these things is basically to connect with your loved ones and like spend yes. quality time. So because it's not something my mom would easily be able to teach my daughter tree, or it's given her a medium to be able to do that. So here's these cards. Now you can, you know, you can kind of, you know, and so that, and that's all um, I think we want to do really is to kind of help, yeah. help the bond have that quality time but also engage with your culture your heritage 
but actually I think when you're with people that, and this is why maybe the lockdown's been hard because we're not being able to be you know physically present with the people that we love or, or care about and so you kind of then realize crap actually yeah this, this is really important to you know be in the same room and sit down with someone and again be away from the dreaded screens and actually look at the people you're with and you yeah. know talk to them and just how you know just simple things like how was your day and just and, but, but yeah that's that's the main thing with or without the puzzles just you know have that good quality time that bonding time I feel that maybe 15 20 or more years ago there was fewer distractions and so maybe we engage you know there's maybe like four tv channels or five tv channels and a book or a newspaper and so but now you know you've got a phone and you just you can do endless things right and so you just continue continuously disengaged so um yeah 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 that's the reality of our world today <laughs> absolutely before we round up uh, patrick uh where can people find your puzzles? Where can they get in touch with you? Or maybe if they want to find out more, like where where can they grab their, their is it a copy or is it their exclusive pair of, or box of puzzles? Yeah, so um, I mean, the first place is our website, verypuzzle.com. Um, and you can reach us there, you can email me. Um, I'm always happy. I'm not so big that I've got a secretary or I get like, <laughs> hundreds of emails in a day so right. I, always, I always respond so I'm always happy to get feedback or get inquiries and things um that's not a problem at all we do have one stockist in the Netherlands um uh, two sisters uh Natifa and Zuela I believe they're called um I think it's excuse my pronunciation Bilgemar books uh, in um, it's like a district in uh Amsterdam so okay. so you can get it locally um in, in Amsterdam um, and we're hoping to be stopped in more um, Dutch outlets like ed, Educate edu store. There's a lady in like coloured goodies as well. There's two and an ancient. There's a couple of custom um, shops that I've been, you know, chasing and emailing. Right. Hopefully we'll, we'll be stopped there one day. So. Right. That's but good to know. Build... That's good to know. Once we discover them, we'll definitely share, you know, in our, in our community and list of people. So that's really good to know. So it's, it's called B Bil Biljma, B I J B I L J M E R. M E R Biljma, okay. Yeah, I can put the link uh, in the chat. Biljma, yeah, sure. Um, feel free to. Oh, that's Belma so, then. Belma, yeah, my pronunciation's bad, so it's. No, no, no! Don't worry, don't worry. I, I, yeah. it's um. It's not you, definitely not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you dropped the clue, Donnie. <laughs> yeah, Belmar. So that's that's really where where um, yeah, that's not that's where the studio is. The studio is in the Belmar, and um, um, that's good to know. Okay, if we can like get her contact so we can share where people can get them, because I'm sure that now shipping from UK is quite a hassle. Yeah, I, I don't know what we did, why we did it. It's just completely <laughs> It's terrible. So, uh, you know, knowing that these um, locations, oh, Belmer Bookstore. Okay, that's good. Belmer Bookstore is, is, is pretty much um, uh, their openings are, okay, yeah, this is good. I'll share it in the link. That is uh, fantastic. Good, it's close by. So people don't have to have to wait 
they've been asking for a Suriname uh, puzzle as well. So this is that's yeah. that's, um, that's a difficulty. Everybody wants their own country featured. So <laughs> I don't have yeah, yeah. enough time. So I I understand. The, that's pretty much how we can compare the the the, the history and the relation, um, the intercultural relation between these two. So I'm sure that you know it would also be cool if they would have their map. But um, thanks uh, for sharing. Absolutely, and and like you said, um, it's a similar thing with one of the barbers at my barber shop when he saw the Jamaica map. And um, he was really impressed and he kept on smiling and chuckling like, he's like, oh, you've got a Nancy on here. You've got that. It's like, this is like, and he's just smiling at me like, you know, this is really like big in Jamaica. And I'm like, yeah, it's big in Ghana. And he's like, really? And I'm like, it's where it came from. So it's like, it's like, it just struck him. I'm like, so like you said, there's, there's so much interconnection that we don't really know. And we just, sometimes we don't share. And it's like, you know, it, it kind of like, it was like mind blowing for him. And it's like, but actually, you have um, the Maroons in parts of Jamaica, and I think they I forget the name of the town. I think they've got like Akrampon Town or something. It's like it's distinctly like you know an Ashanti name of the town, and they speak like quite fluent tree as well, better tree than me. Yeah. And it's like yeah, so the, the heritage and like the to keep you know your culture for that amount of time being separated from you know the home country, it's to me it says a lot. You know, yeah, and yeah, so and it's yeah. the thing yeah we need to celebrate and know more about as well so but i, I could go on all day so that's, that's yeah kind of <laughs> all right well i'll uh quick quickly um say because i know donnie has to has to be somewhere um really quick and um also to um to round up our conversation thanks so much again patrick for uh being patient and you know making the earlier time to interact with us no and uh, keep us posted on all updates regarding uh, the repuzzled uh, so that we also share it uh, you know around and have people to, uh, to 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 know more about you know very puzzled and purchase it and experience that which you want to give and not just the puzzle but really that experience of you know uh, spending good time and uh, cherishable moments with uh, between parents and children so I love that thanks so much and uh, we'll definitely be keeping in touch. Do you have any last shout outs? Um, no, just uh, Bilma Bookstops, like bookstore. Thank you very much for supporting. And thank you, uh, Miss Abba and Donnie for having me. So I appreciate it. Thank you for being here. welcome. Have a good night. You too. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Donnie, I won't waste any more of your time. We'll keep in touch. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, all right, bye-bye. Well, uh, thanks, guys, for uh, tuning in uh, to Africa on Focus. Thanks so much for your time and, you know, keeping uh, up with us. Uh, curfew uh, mode, and we just went a bit on time, uh, over time, but I, I am sure that you have been patient. Uh, I thank you for being patient uh, with us as we have been uh, discussing what's going on in the world of Africa. Next week, we might have a very interesting two guests uh, a returnee, a couple uh, that's a returnee um, to Ghana, and they are probably the most popular returnee couple around. I won't say much, uh, but uh, once we get that, we will definitely are going to talk about, you know, returning to Ghana, why uh, people should do it, or maybe why people shouldn't do it. Uh, of course, 
uh, make sure that you follow High Radio on all our social media platforms. We are on Instagram too, High Radio NL, also on Twitter, Facebook, and all the other platforms. Make sure that you download our app to uh, be the first to listen to our shows. And uh, of course, Africa on Focus every Wednesday. Um, Africa on Focus uh, podcast comes, which is the recap. Um, we are rounding up the recap that we have of season three, which we had very good conversations with global Africans. Plus, we are on Patreon. Um, Patreon is the exclusive uh, community where people who would love to be a part of uh, Africa on Focus and love to give something and see really the conversation grow to docu-series, because that is the next step for uh, Africa on Focus. You could be there to, to support and be the first, the first to catch on uh, with conversations that we have with our special guests. And of course, myself, plus the giveaway. I am going to announce it next week. Uh, let's do that so that uh, we could be able to keep that surprise very pleasant. Stay blessed, stay safe, and uh, make sure that you, you know, keep the good vibes going. Follow me on all my social media platforms which is at Miss Abba, um, yeah, at ms.aba. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram and, of course, on Facebook as well, um, which is this is Miss Abba. But I'm more, you know, on YouTube and Instagram. So uh, be sure to follow me there. Uh, follow me. I'll follow you back. And um, let's thank you for listening to Africa on Focus. We air live every Sunday on High Radio from 7 p.m. Amsterdam time. Join the Africa on Focus platform on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Africa on Focus or visit www.africaonfocus.com. And follow me on all your social platforms Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Miss Abba. Shout out to High Radio and Q Vibe for the jingle.